Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Castology. Welcome to Castology, the podcast where I was gifted some uh, s'mores pods before the, the show, and these are fucking crack, seriously. Like, they're very good. I, how long have these existed for? A few months. Jesus. Since like about halfway through last year. I'm going to say, for those of our listeners outside of Australia, you might not know what s'mores pods are, but they're basically just... Just marshmallows, isn't it? Well, they're, they're kind of a, a, a coin-sized s'more in a in a biscuit. Oh, right, the actual pod itself. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I was like, s'mores are just like marshmallows, aren't they? Uh, Marshmallow yeah. and, biscuit. I think pods and biscuits. Are, I think right. pods are Australian and only, right? Graham yeah, so. crackers. Graham, yeah, I still don't know what who Graham is and Graham. Yeah, Graham's yeah. two syllables, Graham, not one. Graham cracker. Graham. Um, sorry, I want to host Bleaker across from me is Zane C Weber, and we're going to switch this podcast to speaking only about snack foods. Can we do that as a snackology as a uh, theme? And just sure. Eat it on the air. <laughs> I mean, we all had trouble with the food episode, so let's make that more specific. Yeah, we might, might as well. And we struggled with uh, with this week's theme. Uh, sorry, we also have a special guest, Shane Anderson. Hello, hello, hello. Um, so we're here to review podcasts and not snack foods, as much as we'd love to. I'm sure. Um, we're here to to review some podcasts and discuss yep. podcasts and just sting our ears with good audio. Um, but we have a theme for this week's recommendations. We do. We have a real fun theme yeah. that... Uh, <laughs> it makes no fucking sense. Uh, but look, it's like, especially for an audio medium, picking mm. a colour as the theme is a real interesting choice that we, we all made collectively, uh, except for Shane. Shane was not involved, but he had to deal with it anyway. What what yeah. was what were both of your lines of thinking when you saw that the theme for this was yellow? Well, I was asking because that I got, this is very, this is going to sound terrible, but I got in and read this thing at the time we were having the big Asian hate crime yep. hitting the news cycle. I was like, oh, is this a version of talking about that? And yeah, I said right. that to Zane. He's like, no, no, it's just an esoteric theme. Yeah, yeah also yeah. Like why would we? Why would we use well, yeah. a color instead of like the name of a continent? Yeah, that's that's what that's. And I was like, that seems very insensitive. So I'll just check, just in case. That being said, that is one of the themes of the podcast that I've picked. So, uh, but yeah, like when I when when we first thought of yellow, I've, I because I always. You and I usually comment on cover art. Oh, always. A lot. Yeah, always. So cover art was always going to be a big thing. Yep. Um, like, I wanted to go one step a little further and get so that is actually tied to the content as well. Yeah. Um, you went above and beyond as always. Well, and I just sunk to the to like what is it the base. I. I well, let's start with mine. Shall yeah, let's we? do it. Let's because do it. Because I could not decide between two podcasts, so I'm recommending two podcasts. Mm. One is average length, one and a half to two hours, um, and that's the less <laughs> serious of the two. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and and one one is uh, about an hour. So my first podcast is called Absorbent in Yellow, and then the subtitle <laughs> is a SpongeBob Deep Dive podcast. And that's literally what this is, episode by episode. Uh, 
the the hosts dive into okay. Um, okay. SpongeBob SquarePants. Are you a SpongeBob fan? Yeah. I've never been a SpongeBob fan. Yeah, okay. Really? Never. I, I was Neither. old when SpongeBob first came out. Yeah, but it's very surreal. It is. Oh, yeah. And it it's is. huge it on in the in the gay community and they, they do talk about that um on, on some of the some of the episodes and kind of it's become a Broadway musical. So again I've kind of been yeah, exposed yeah. to it. I've been aware of the memes. There's video games and stuff on it now too. They're like remaking video games, yep. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. so Battle for Bikini Bottom. Yeah, yeah that's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's the thing. I, I've been adjacent to like SpongeBob media, but I've never been a fan of the show. But I listened to this and the production values for an independent podcast that doesn't have like a media sponsor isn't a SpongeBob branded podcast. Mm. Production values are great. Um, oh, I'd like to hear that. The uh, like the the quality of the discourse is a fan show. Like that's what it is. So don't listen to this unless you like SpongeBob or you want to learn more about SpongeBob because you'll learn a lot about SpongeBob. But it's also not not funny. So I thought that I should recommend it just because <laughs> not, I was not surpri- funny. <laughs> I this is this does it make is, it funny? Hang on, does it make it funny? Yes. Okay. Not, Double not negative. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so this makes it. This podcast is what I think people imagine when they imagine podcasts. When people don't know anything about podcasts and they hear, "Oh, I'm on a SpongeBob podcast." This is what they imagine: like a two-hour, right. taken it way too seriously, way too minuscule detail, uh, with sound effects and like yeah. in in a basement with your friends over Zoom. Yeah, this is what and it, and like this is probably a really great example of what it is. <laughs> um, so I I I've listened to a couple of episodes. I haven't subscribed, but I really like what they're doing. Uh, so yeah, have a listen and see if see if it wins you over. Um, on a more serious note, uh, <laughs> uh, my other podcast is Black and Yellow, uh, in which uh, self self labeled feminists Alana J Webster and Jacqueline Chung Young uh, basically discuss societal issues facing women and people of color. Uh, so they're they're talking. They've done episodes on women in STEM. They've done uh, the food and culture in both Black and Asian communities. Uh, so basically, they're talking about BIPOC people of color and mm. social issues facing them. Uh, so this is um, and really heavily heavily researched and very intersectional. Um, so yeah, I, I really like this podcast. I it, there isn't a lot to say about it because they're just it's these two personalities kind of attacking these these uh these topics mm. with with guests. So yeah, black and yellow, black and yellow, very good, very good. I can't believe that's so two completely different podcasts, and that's why I couldn't pick between them because if I only recommended black and yellow, then I would never ever ever recommend <laughs> absorbent in yellow again. <laughs> true. That is very true. That is very true. And if I only recommended Absorbent and Yellow, then someone whose first episode um, listening to this podcast, they would think that I only listen to podcasts like Absorbent and Yellow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I've recommended to uh, take that okay. yellow theme. More homework. You, th- you, yeah. Think, <laughs> yeah. you think you can beat me? <laughs> no. So, yeah. Absorbent <laughs> and Yellow, Black and Yellow. All right, um, I'm going to go. My recommendation, uh, I I I went super lazy. I was like, I went on my list of podcasts that I listened to and I saw one podcast that had yellow cover on. I was like, 
That's the one. Um, so <laughs> I'm recommending recommended that one. Yeah. Well, honestly, I hadn't. I was like, wait, had I? Um, so I'm recommending um, Today Explained, which is a podcast done by Vox Media. Oh, I love Vox. Um, Vox is great. Yeah, and their website's basically yellow, so it's perfect. Um, yeah. uh, but it's literally that's exactly what it is. Today Explained. Um, it's a daily podcast. I know we did a daily podcast um, theme a few months ago, um, but this is one of my favorite ones because it is a little bit lighter in terms of its of its theme um, and how it presents its information. But I find it really informative, and I think that's really really cool like it explains to me what the fuck an nft is because that's a thing right <laughs> it's NFTs. a thing that everyone needs apparently it's a thing it is a thing and i'm happy to announce that uh Cosology will have an nft going up at the end of this episode zane's looking at me being like what the fuck we do not why have an NFT. are we doing that though make money money because it's so easy to make money with nfts apparently anyway we're not going to get into that because <laughs> good episode actually to explain why i said that i've sent that episode to a lot of people because yep. that needs to be explained um but yeah that there's it it really varies it not doesn't really find it's not really like it talks about politics but it also talks about sport it also talks about like current things in the you know the u.s court system it does do international but it is u.s focused yeah um and uh sean ramaswaram oh, i can never get his name right is the host um he's lovely to listen to as well so nice easy i do love a daily show because a lot of work goes into it and it does kind of keep you up to date on current goings on um so how, how long are the episodes have you mentioned that they, they go f- they really do vary so sometimes it's like 25 minutes sometimes they'll do like a special where it's like 40 minutes um bear in mind that vox is really very sneaky with their ads they're very good at putting like <laughs> like produced ads in their their episodes that yeah. kind of feign as if it's part of the show i i do appreciate where they're coming from with that i'm like very well done but i'm also like fuck you i'm already two minutes into the ad if i skip forward i'm going to be like halfway through the episode so just bear that in mind vox are a little bit when it comes to that like episode lengths they are a bit shorter because of those ads um those cheeky sneaky produced ads so stupid bastards media trying to get paid for their work only only the real professional podcasts have a chime at the beginning of their ad that's (laughs) very (laughs) that's very true advert come in (laughs) um so yeah uh today explained is my recommendation okay well i took the same avenue as nick i had yellow artwork however (laughs) this is a podcast when i knew i was getting this gig this is a podcast i 100 percent wanted to bring on and it just happened to work out that their their artwork is very yellow i'm bringing well 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 (laughs) look who doesn't want to do any extra homework (laughs) so this is a pod this podcast is rating descending hosted by michelle st Clair and abigail ward and along with castology those are the only two podcasts that i will listen to like the day they drop like every time i listen to every episode um full disclosure i am acquainted with michelle we met at um a film festival i'd edited a film that was in there and she'd uh i think also edited a film that was in there and we sort of met and but it wasn't sort of any kind of i'm she didn't say i'll put this podcast on (laughs) you i was like i i i I messaged her and i was like hey do you mind if i bring this up on the thing Uh, so basically the the premise is that they go down the list of imdb's worst 250 movies so that you don't have to both of them are film educated or work in film so it's not just like some bros who like movies you've got two women talking you know through that lens and they're film educated so it's not just sort of casual chit chat they bring in a lot more jargon and a Mm. lot more tech savvy kind of acknowledgement which makes a movie discussion podcast actually (laughs) a lot better Um, uh, your mileage may vary on banter they usually have like five to ten of banter at the top of the episode and then go into the film itself but I 
you know, I guess because I know them, I'm sort of like, yeah, you know, whatever. But if your mileage varies from Vanta, then, you know, you can sort of fast forward. But uh, it's very good. Episodes range between 30 to an hour, depending on... They've gotten a little bit longer as they go on. But, um, yeah, it's one of my favourite podcasts. Excellent. What a great idea. Watching bad movies and reviewing them on a podcast. Well, they're also well, like... No, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> When you dilute it to the very simples, no, okay, Zane. But the idea of doing the I bottom mean, yeah, 250 no, is that, a great that, idea. That is a great idea, yeah. but a and lot also, of people have had it. They're, okay, but yeah, they're but also this is like, the first time I've seen it, okay? They're also like major lovers of bad movies. Like they yeah. do bad movie nights just casually of, on their own. So mm. it's not like people going, oh, let's talk about bad oh, movies. They're like, the wrong kind of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, dear. Go they on. don't pretend they're good. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's the important distinction. <laughs> well, that's important. And also, I've not seen a podcast that does this, even though... No, well, and, and that's the thing. Like, there are there are lots of podcasts who are like, oh, let's watch a, f- a bad movie and yeah. make fun of it. And like, yeah, That's whatever. too easy. That's low-hanging fruit. Yeah, that's but easy. like, yeah, again, film experts kind of put a... Filmmakers, I guess, put a different spin on it. And yeah, doing a pre... I guess a pre-generated list so you know what's coming and you know what's happening and you know your opinions on those movies. Yeah, it, it's... Uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's good. Because I do like listening to movie podcasts, even if there are a billion movie podcasts yeah. finding a good one is still a good and at least oh, yes. sort of female centric too which yeah, you don't absolutely. have a lot of in that space yeah um, alright so let's go back to our recommendations from last week I want to start with Zane me? Yes. why me? Um, I don't know let's discuss <laughs> is it because I had a rather incendiary podcast? well Gaslit <laughs> is incendiary yeah okay sort of. I recommended Gaslit Nation uh, which is a weekly podcast spawned out of the corruption of the Trump Trump administration basically to highlight what's going on, the corruption and uh, and kind of rise of autocracy and etc. around the world. Uh, hosted by writers Sarah Kenzior and Andrea Chalupa, um, and this is a production of Dame Magazine out of the US. Okay. Yeah. So, what did you think? I, you, the way you prepped it and the artwork with the fire truck red repeated line and the description as being this incendiary <laughs> thing, I, I was like preparing myself for something really like intense and I actually like it found it a lot not lighter in terms of content but it was not this just like everything's bad and you should feel bad the end like it was actually like a it felt like a a good like I really like the podcast did you listen to the latest episodes I listened to LGBT youth and this is how we win so I listened to one from post Trump and then I listened to one pre-Trump I actually listened to one in the lead up to the election because I thought that might be an interesting way to look at things retrospectively Um, it was really good solid interviews they had wide ranging guests I really love the LGBT youth one um, a lot Uh, they talked about a lot of things that you don't hear when you're talking about LGBT politics and and the situation as it currently is Um, it is very specifically a American yeah. and what I found was because I, I went into it maybe wanting to f- try and find some cool strategies and things for dealing with the rise of autocracy here in Australia and there's not a lot of that it's very specific to America so if that's like a criticism but that's that's the scope of the podcast they're yeah. not trying yeah. really for international things um, so it doesn't really travel in that way but I I liked it a lot like you know I'll definitely go and if you know especially in post-Trump when they're going to have a lot more varied topics I'm going to go back to that do you listen because you are you are a new podcast 
podcast uh, guest, a castologist, do you listen to many political podcasts? Um, some, not a lot. I, I, I sort of mm, five to ten percent of my listening is podca- is is political stuff. And I don't listen to a lot of like the like Pod Save America and that. They've yeah. never really been in my yeah. realm because they're sort of very a bit too general. I like specific stuff. Yeah. So. Nick. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm sort of in the same line of thinking as, as Shane. I, th- I feel like for me, I was going into it going to be like, oh, good Lord. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I think for, for me, the, the thing that, that struck me about it is that it, it, it feels very passionate from both of them. Yes. That's the, that's the sense that I got from listening to the, I think, two, three episodes I listened to was there was a real sense of passion and belief about what uh, Andrea and Sarah were, were talking about throughout each episode. Um the, it did make me question and I think said in the last episode I'm always seeing I'm like well now that the election's over and all that sort of stuff's like dying down I guess that's it right but then I'm still finding my way back into these things not even through your recommendations or through yeah, your yeah. recommendations it, it is still just from the realm of politics in America or you know political systems throughout the world I'm finding myself just constantly coming back to it well, I think the I discourse think has is, been broken open yeah, yeah absolutely permanently yeah. I think yeah definitely political engagement is at maybe a 20 30 year high oh yeah i would imagine yeah, yeah. um so i i think definitely podcasts have a little bit to do with that because of the kind of open discourse that they allow the reason i kind of prepped gaslit nation as like this angry making political what have you is just because it is so prejudiced like it, yeah. it, it has a point of view and it is presenting information to back up that point of view rather than say like i said congressional dish was just like these are the facts this is how we interpret these facts in america right um it usually leads to the same end point but the way you get there is a lot more emotional in gaslit nation rather than congressional dish yeah um and i I do agree with shane i think i would like to have seen some form of exploration and again this it might come up if you listen deep more deeper to three episodes but I would have liked to have seen a little bit more exploration beyond the realms of the United States because yeah. I feel like it is that's one of those things that there are these movements like the autocracy movements and stuff like that that aren't just rising in the US. It's mm. here. It's in other it's in, in Europe, other especially as well. in Europe. Yeah, in Europe as well. Um, and it's fascinating. Just it'd be interesting to see what their takes would be on that. Whether those takes exist, I'm not sure. You'll have to obviously listen pretty deeply to the hundred episodes I've got. Um, but I don't th- hold that against it because that's obviously not the intent of the yeah. show anyway. Yeah. So that's absolutely fine. But for me, the thing that strikes me is Andrea and Sarah's passion doing this. Um, it, it was is really, 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 really fascinating yeah. to listen to. So I didn't find it as I didn't find it as angry making. I think it may be because mm. I'm maybe a little bit numb to it at the moment. Where it's just <laughs> like, well, I listened to a lot of angry making stuff. To be and fair, I've seen a lot of angry making stuff. It didn't make me angry now, but I think this time last year, mm. well, this time mm. three years yeah. ago, I yeah. would have been fuming. furious. <laughs> yeah. I've got several other sort of episodes yeah. that seemed a bit more sort of uh, temp- no, not yeah. temperate, uh, um, intense. Yeah, I think we're. Up. Yeah, I, I'm starting to feel a little bit safer now. <laughs> so yeah, it doesn't seem such as a present danger. But yeah, Gaslit Nation. So I've subscribed to it. Yeah. Um. So I'll let you know if there's any particularly good episodes. But yeah, I would I would a hundred percent tell people that, like you said, do don't binge this. It is yeah. hard to binge. Um, pick your poison yeah. and go for a dive. Uh, because that's probably the best way to listen to it. Unless you want to listen to. 
a lot of stuff uh, that's <laughs> hard to listen to um, very quickly. But yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't go in, I, I didn't come out hating it as much as I thought I would. So yeah, yeah, that's huge. Um, Shane. Okay, I brought uh, in in the spirit of Liz, who I'm taking over for temporarily. Uh, I brought a true crime, an ethical true crime called Cases of Color, hosted by Randy Johnson. It looks at it's a more anecdotal and conjecture kind of true crime, looking at missing persons and unsolved cases with BIPOC people, Black, Indigenous, and people of color. Um, it's it's it was brought up in sort of that list as a sort of uh, antidote to the more um, police trusting true crime that tends to be a lot quite popular. It's like, yeah, the police got him. Yeah, and, and then it's it always was all better. Yeah, you know, yeah. all the information is taken from police reports yeah. and police recordings and court things. And when we know, we've known for this past year that the judicial yeah. and the um, criminal justice system is very, very skewered in ways. So uh, and what flawed you- when it comes to dealing with people of color. Yes, very flawed. Uh, so, what did you think? Tough to listen to. Um, you know, I really, I really value the show. I think it's in terms it's very of important. Well, I yeah, I think um, in terms of like ethical true crime, um, this is a pretty good start. Like for someone who is beyond today, yep. had not heard of that or that sort of type. Because can you explain to the listeners what ethical true crime is? Just quickly? well, it, it's true crime where it's it's specifically putting the the systems that are used to investigate crime under the investigative lens as well as the crimes sure. and the perpetrators themselves it sure. doesn't sort of because what they've done studies where people who there's a there's actually a whole article about the problem with true crime is that people who sort of listen to and in, and consume a lot of true crime media and all those documentaries on Netflix they've been proven to have a much higher trust in police and of authorities in a way that's not very healthy especially as we've seen sort of over this yeah. past year mm. and that's that, and I mean that's absolutely fascinating and I think knowing that as well like I I, I won't go and binge the episodes no. but I will definitely go through and yeah. catch up on things like I listen to the Breonna Taylor ones I listen to the Gabriel Fernandez trials um, and as well as the uh, Bobby Charles episode as well um, the first one fucked me up too just with the military cover up yeah. I was like oh that was I read that and I was like I don't think I'll start here I'm going to yeah. start somewhere else <laughs> even though like the starting point really is just pick what may not yeah. uh, you know kill you but um, for me, this is is this is really important. I'm I'm going to subscribe to it mainly because this sort of re- reporting. I, I guess you would call it reporting, right? Or uh, or probably not so much reporting. I guess it's definitely it's definitely not reporting because by its own admission, it doesn't have the same I guess standards. True, as journalism does, True. because like you said, a lot of it seems apocryphal or anecdotal because it is questioning the systems that and the media and journalism is part of those systems. Um, so it's it's definitely a report, but okay, yeah. yeah. So maybe it is a, more of a report, but I, I still think this is an account, maybe. Yeah, yeah, an yeah. account because a lot of her evidence is coming from like the family members of the people yeah. who the police wouldn't listen to, yeah. rather than you know. And she's describes the photos from the crime scenes and things like that. Yeah, and I think this this show is a good refresher, to con- good constant refresher about how broken these systems are for BIPOC people in the United States and around the world. Yeah. I mean, this is obviously very uh, mostly centered around the United States, yeah. um, but that's the systems never lend themselves to those people, and this is a cold refresher for something like that. Yeah. Um, and it does. This made me more angry than Gaslit Nation <laughs> because it's just like you, you, you can't fucking win. There is a feeling of futility that comes yeah. with yeah. this podcast, 100%. and I think that's the big thing that it that it brings out. Uh, the content is 
beyond reproach here. I think that this is content that more people should be listening to. Uh, when it comes to this, the the presentation, I find this kind of monotonous, improvised monologue a bit difficult to listen to for extended periods. If there was another person on this podcast that, and it was a conversation more than a monologue, because a lot of times listening to these episodes, it was like uh, the 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 um the podcaster was preempting a question from the audience right. and trying to engage in a conversation but it was a really a one-sided conversation yeah and so i just found that a little difficult to like listen to so i, I listened to one episode and then i gave it a day and i listened to another episode yeah. and, and yeah etc so, etc et but that's my only kind of critique like the content here is what's important and it mm. is it does its job very yeah. well yeah and i also think the most important thing is like i know the stuff that i listened to was very much headline stuff the stuff that i knew yeah but it's obviously really important that some some of these cases here very much under the radar and ones you've never reported. heard of before. yeah 100% um, so there's definitely I think this is a special thing to, to it's a special thing to have because it is a reminder that it's not just the, what you see in the headlines it is yeah. very much a systemic thing that yeah. exists um, and also makes you very very angry so <laughs> this is very angry man. great work <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so we're going to my recommendation, which was something about her with Jennifer Palmieri. Yeah, um, I listened. Right. I listened to the Hillary Rodham Clinton episode, mm-hmm. and there really is just something about her, isn't there? Yeah. Like I <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like I would have voted for her so many times in the past, but like listening to her speak, like she is just such a politician. Yeah, and it grates on me. Um, that being said. About 10 minutes in, I f- that wore off and it was very interesting what they started talking about. Listening to other of the episodes here, very interesting. They're, they're not one single calibre or type of um, woman, so it's not, yeah. it's not it does just... Vary. Well, I listened, yeah. To, yeah. I listened to Hannah Gadsby and yep. then I listened to Gretchen Whitmer, the governor of um, Michigan, of Michigan, who, who yeah. had yeah. The, the plot to be murdered and, and stuff. So I listened to two, like an entertainment <laughs> one, albeit a, a <laughs> yeah. very sort of... Um, uh, sort of more yeah, topical yeah. entertainment yeah. one and then sort of a very political one. Um, it was very solid interviews, very good questions. Mm. Every now and then she sort of asked a leading question, sort of giving the answer and the question, which I was sort of a bit like, I mean, I feel, felt like her guests could easily have yeah. given the answer without the leading question. I picked up on that as well. I kind of feel like there's a pre-interview that happens. Yes. Yeah. And she's kind of asked a question that she thought would go one way and then she's like, no, 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 no. Let's go back. I need you to say what you said you were going to say. Right. I think that's what that was rather mm-hmm. than like, oh, and we hate the cops, don't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the one thing it did that I dislike, that I dislike in some interview podcasts, is where, and it was, only, I don't know if it's every episode or just the ones I listen to, but it's where before the interview, they review the interview and then they have the interview and then after the interview, they review the interview yeah. again. And I was just like, I don't need the double recap. Yeah. Mm. I, I don't I, even need a single like, recap. But. I'm happy with like a little recap at the start where it's like 30 seconds or a minute where it's like, had a great conversation, promoting the show. Thanks. Yes. Get into it. Like, that's, that, I'm fine with that. But I, do yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense because a lot of interview podcasts do it they yeah. go on like a like yeah. Mark Maron who does fucking 40 minutes and then he yes you know he's like my cat pissed everywhere and you're just like 
<laughs> all right, Mark, can you get into the fucking show already? And you just, and then he finally does, and it's really good. But yeah. it is the same thing that whole preamble where it's just like, just get like the reason I'm listening to it is because I'm listening to Hillary Clinton or I'm listening to you know uh, Hannah Gatsby, for example. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But do, um, do you guys actually, just out of curiosity, do you like Jennifer as an interviewer? Do you get the same? Did you guys get the same vibe that I did? I've heard or? better interviewers, but she's like, if there's like a, a, a halfway line between good and crap, she's above the she's halfway above. line. <laughs> Yeah, she's above um, shit. That's fine. She, she's, she's, like, she's good. It's just occasionally she'd lean a bit sort of into the leading questions, which I didn't like. And also, like, some of the guests, and I get the intent, the, well, obviously she would work yeah. for Hillary. It's very neoliberal. Oh, yes, 100%. Um, 100%. And so, like, when Hannah Gadsby was on, and Hannah Gadsby is quite radically left in a lot of reviews, especially with feminism, and she and, and it almost felt like she was trying to pull Hannah maybe a little bit away from that, and Hannah w- kind of wasn't taking that <laughs> yeah. bait and was just kind of going there anyway. So I liked that... Oh, you wanted to use social cues to direct a person with autism? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, those are, I guess, complaints, but it's, you know, she worked for Hillary, so it's not, it's there on, it's not, she's not pretending to be hardcore left or anything. So I can't sort of put that as a criticism. It's just a taste thing, whereas, you know, my political leanings are far more left than what this podcast is. But, um, you know, it was, you know, Gretchen Whitmer one was very interesting. She kind of didn't shy away from asking things that people would ask. So the questions that yeah. we as an audience have are there, which I liked. It's not like, what's your favourite colour? Yeah. So that's know. the thing. I, I don't think Jennifer Palmieri is the best interviewer I've ever heard, but I, what I think she is is an incredibly intelligent woman yeah. Yeah. who is now applying herself to interviews and yes. so it does a very good job at yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and while, yeah, well, so, but again, like this is a podcast that doesn't, it, it does have a point of view. Yeah. And so, and that is represented through the host. Yeah. So, She's, so yeah. It's very much just an extension of her work on the circus as well, mm. I find as well. Yeah. Like, because the circus is very much diluted into the five, seven, 10 minute bit that she mm. has on the show. Um, this is a really nice extension of that to actually see what her capabilities are as an interviewer. So yeah. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah. That's great. God, I feel really good about that now. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel really good about that. It makes me feel really good. But um, now, you've got to, now you've got to wrap up the show. Yeah, I do. Um, while eyeing off some uh, s'mores pods. Um, so yeah, that that was our show for, for this week. Um, now our theme for next week was yellow. So let's backtrack. Uh, Zane, what did you recommend? I recommended both Absorbent and Yellow, a SpongeBob deep dive podcast, and Black and Yellow, a feminist so uh, social issues podcast. And I recommended Rating Descending, where two female filmmakers uh, dive down the IMDb's worst 250 movies, reviewing them, so you don't have to. Taking bullets, I love it. And I recommended Today Explained, a daily podcast from Vox Media that talks about things in the news or that are not in the news, like uh, different themes or NFTs. Or NFTs, I guess, are in the news. But De- NFTs are definitely in the news. In the news, it's really annoying to be completely honest. But that's beside <laughs> the point. Um, as always, you can get us on uh, Facebook.com, I think forward slash Castology. Yep. Come messages there. Um, I've been super lazy not posting things. I did post something actually the other day. You did, I saw. Uh, Congratulations, which was great. Thank you. Um, I am getting back into it. Uh, my job makes me deal with Facebook a lot so I was like oh fuck I can't keep doing this shit um, and on Instagram as well uh, we also have a fancy website that's not canon.com forward slash castology there's a fancy sheet on there you can submit podcasts and yeah we'll if you've got it. a podcast or if you're a fan yeah, of a podcast sure. fill out the form send it in and we'll guarantee listen to it but we may or may not uh, recommend it yeah and as Shane said please we need more so uh, I want to hear it uh, and I keep saying this and I have been saying it for like the last 
for eight episodes. I'm running out of shit, so I need to get my list uh, chockers because, sweet Jesus, it's freaking me out now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I've been one of your hosts, Nick Bleak. Across me has been Zane C. Weber and Shane Anderson. Keep listening to podcast people. Hi, we're the Curiosity of a Child podcast. I'm Anton, the son. Age 10, and I'm the daddy. <laughs> Daddy, it's just a few multiples of ten. And we're curious about, well... Everything. The more you look at the world, the more you understand, and then the more you will see. We're a podcast about history, science, storytelling, and... The curiosity of a child. We like to dig into different topics, everything from the humble ox... They've been really important for the development of mankind, and in that episode I had to learn about castration. Sorry about that. (laughs) To the most popular Christmas toys of yesteryear... We don't just talk, though. We like to experience. That might mean recording on location in a 5,000-year-old dolmen full of spiders and, reportedly, the entrance to the fairy realm. Or simply tasting spices from across the world to uncover where they came from, how the trade affected people's lives, and how they were used. So, please listen to the... Curiosity of a Child... Dun-dun. Podcast! Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.